Welcome back to Rocky Mountain Marketing. I am so excited to bring you a new feature of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I am going to be sitting down with my business bestie, Kendra Swalls, once a month to bring you some of our insights to running our own businesses and some of the struggles that we've faced along the way. So here is the very first Business Besties episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Hi, I am Katie Brinkley, and I am joined by... Hi there, I'm Kendra Swalls. And we are business besties. We met online and we have turned into not only just great friends, but we have also learned that we are great accountability partners as well. Now, Kendra, I would love it if you introduced yourself just a little bit so that everyone can get to know you and your amazingness. Thank you. Yeah. So I am a photographer and business coach. I own Girl Means Business. I am a former teacher. I'm a mom of two girls. And I currently help mompreneurs to build and grow their business through relationship marketing strategies. And I also have my photography business that I run where I help women find their confidence behind or in front of the camera. I'm the one behind the camera. And yeah, I'm just kind of trying to find the balance of all of those things, plus being a mom, a wife, a friend, a daughter, all of the above. And I am a social media strategist. I have been helping personal brands, entrepreneurs, coaches with their online social media strategy for almost 18 years now. And I am a huge podcasting fan. I started my first podcast back in April of 2020 and I fell in love with it. I come from radio. That was my dream job back in college. And I landed my, my dream job working as the locker room reporter for the, the Denver Broncos and the Colorado Rockies and Colorado Avalanche right out of school. So I always wanted to get back into radio. Podcasting was my way of doing it. And I've been blessed to have Kendra on my podcast, Rocky Mountain Marketing, twice now. I have been on Kendra's podcast, Girl Means Business. And every time she and I talk, we realize that we have more in common with each other than than really I ever thought was possible. She'll say something and I'll be like, yes, same. Uh, Kendra, <laughs> you have two girls. You help coach mompreneurs and you are also a mom. You are living the mom life. You have two little girls uh, that are eight and five, correct? Five and nine. Five and nine. Five and yeah. nine. Mine are seven and four. So again, we just have so much in common and we became business besties and it happened all online. So we are going to talk about today, making friends on the internet. Mom, I'm sorry, I let you down. <laughs> uh, I did make friends on the internet. I met them in real life. And Kendra, you came on out to Colorado. We've met in real life twice now. Yeah, uh, well, it's so funny you said that. Sorry, mom, because I was I, when I came to visit you the second time, and we did our little like getaway retreat together at a steamboat. I, I did, I posted, I was like, when I was younger, it was don't talk to strangers. You know, you don't get in a van with a stranger. If they offer you candy, don't talk to them. Like you just kind of do your own thing. And then when the internet came around, you well, know, I hope just, that I'm not as creepy as, you know, oh, yeah. taking candy from a van, but <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there was no, I did get in your car, but there was no candy. So <laughs> I, I remember when the internet came along, 
and like AOL messenger and all these things. And it was this kind of taboo thing of like, you don't meet people on the internet. Like I even had a friend in college, one of my like doormates, and we made this whole big deal about the fact that she was going to go meet this guy and have a date with a guy she'd met on the internet. And we were like, they were going to meet at like a waffle house. I'm like, this sounds shady. Like you just, you don't know. It could be a serial killer. Like you don't know this person. You've only like chatted with them. And it was just, it was not something that you did. And I love that now, like we're I'm like, Told me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go hang out in Colorado for a few days in a cabin in the mountains with two people that I've never met in real life before. And <laughs> it's just like no big deal. Like, sure, that's what happens now. It's crazy. Well, the reason why we wanted to talk about this today is because after everything that happened in 2020, I think that it's the idea behind meeting somebody online and internet friendships has completely changed. I mean, the internet has changed the world in, in too many ways to count, but I think that it, the relationships and the connections that you can have and the willingness that people have to meet people that they've met online has completely changed. And like you said, the World Wide Web was a strange and mysterious place back in the 90s. And social media really has changed how we build our relationships. Well, I think not even, I mean, yeah, social media, but I think that even more recently, I mean, I guess it's all considered social media, but like you and I met on Clubhouse, you know, this audio piece and the video piece, I think that had you met people like the way that Facebook started where it was like, okay, you're just kind of messaging people or putting stuff out there. And even when they had like Facebook groups came along and you could kind of get to know people that way, it didn't have the same power of connection, in my opinion, that this these new forms of social media and these new forms of connecting with zoom and like i said clubhouse and you've got like video like even youtube like we just feel like we know people more because there's more ways for us to connect besides just okay let me type out a post or send like a quick little email or message well and kendra that's a, a really good point because i think there's a lot of times where we are going onto our social media accounts and we're, we're doing the, the pretty picture. We're doing the great graphics. We're using what we, at the time, the best of our capabilities to reach new audiences. But I'll be honest, I never would have done a hashtag potentially to connect with you. Or I might not have ranked in the Instagram algorithm long enough for you to even see my post. And that's where I think that a lot of people are hesitant about doing reels, doing Instagram live, going live on LinkedIn or in Facebook groups or joining Clubhouse. But there is something magical that can happen from showing up and just talking to somebody. I know that, like you said, we met on Clubhouse and we met in a, a podcast connection room. And the very first time that we sat down and had that conversation, I believe it was for your podcast. We, it took us about 30 minutes of just talking to each other before we even hit record. And we're like, oh my gosh, me too. And me too. Yeah. And none of that would have, we would have never hopped on a call with each other if I would have been searching hashtag podcast connection guest. Yeah. And there's a, the way that people can communicate with social audio through podcasting and through Instagram reels, which by the way, you are the queen at, I absolutely love your reels. It's more than just business these days. You don't need to have every single connection you make online be just for sales. Yeah. And I, I think so too. Like, and I've noticed like even the way that I communicate in messenger now is different because there's so many times that it's not just like a quick little, let me type out something to respond. Like I love that 
like Facebook Messenger and Instagram DMs, like you have that audio feature where you can record like a little audio recording and send it to somebody. And like you and I have used Voxer. Like I think things like that are so helpful because again, you can only get so far sending somebody little short messages. And I know like text message is still really big, but to me, you have to be friends with that person before you kind of get to that text message level. And the way you do that is through the audio and the video piece. And, you know, I was kind of hesitant when I joined Clubhouse. I was like, I don't know. Like, And I love podcasts. And I love podcasting. And I think that had I not been in the podcasting world, I don't know that I would have really jumped into Clubhouse as quickly as I did and like gone all in on like 12 hour days some days because <laughs> it's it, that's well, what happened <laughs> and, and in your defense it's not like you're talking for 12 hours but no. there's so many conversations happening that you can be a fly on the wall for yeah. you know and and learning so much from people that one you might spend thousands of dollars to go here uh speak at a, at a conference or an event and you can go in and hear them and maybe even ask your raise your hand and ask them a question so yeah well, I think that that's part of what helps is that the barrier to entry is so low. You don't have to pay to go to a conference and meet people that are in your similar area of expertise. You don't have to, you know, and it's sometimes it's still scary, like on social media to send people a DM. It feels awkward. But if you can go on Clubhouse and you can hop into a room and you can listen to people talk, I mean, there's people that I I go into Clubhouse rooms on a regular basis and I don't know that we've ever really fully had a conversation just like outside of me being in their rooms, but I feel like I know them and I feel like that if I needed something, I could reach out to them. And that's, you don't get that in a lot of other formats unless, and even if you, cause I used to go to photography conferences all the time and I loved them because of this reason of like, I didn't have people like a community of other photographers that got what I did. And so that's how I was seeking that out as I was paying to go to these conferences, but then they were like all over the United States and you would, you'd show up and you'd see like group. It was almost like being in high school again. You'd see these groups of people clustered together that either like knew each other or were like had been in a class together and now they're all hanging out together. And you're kind of like walking in with your lunch tray going like, where do I sit? And it's hard to make those connections and it's scary and it's intimidating. And so I think that some of these apps now and the ability to connect to people, it, it lowers that fear level because you can just be like, okay, I'm going to send a quick little message. And if they don't respond, they don't respond. It's not like earth shattering or devastating in front of a group of people to be rejected. You know, <laughs> it all goes back to high school cafeteria. Let's oh my just gosh, right. Well, and I was going to say too, I think that that's, that's a really good point. What making friends online is now, I mean, Think of Facebook groups. About four years ago, we saw Super Bowl ads for Facebook groups. And it was kind of like, what? All right. But the whole purpose behind it is about building community. And when you have that community of people, so I'm just going to go back to Clubhouse too, because if you have a title of a room, everyone in that room is interested in that topic. It's the exact same as a Facebook group. And what you do outside of that clubhouse room or outside of that Facebook group, that second level of sending an Instagram DM or shooting a Facebook message, that's how the real connections are formed. And I think that you do need to choose which platforms you want to try and really build your community 
on. It's you can't be all in on LinkedIn and trying to find your your community there, and also in a ton of Facebook groups and building your community there, and then hosting a ton of. That's a full time job. Um, talk about twelve hour days. And so I think that choose the platforms where you're building your community, but have the community members that you really care about. For you and me, I think it is both Clubhouse and Instagram. That's really how I have built and and grown and formed some incredible relationships. Yeah, well, and I think it's important to that we talk about like why it's so important for us to have these friendships because i think a lot of people listening might be thinking well i've got like a really supportive husband or i've got tons of friends you know i mean i have an amazing friend group outside of my business and we're we go on vacations together and i mean we've known them for 20 plus years and like it's a solid friendship group but as much as I love them and as much as they are such a huge part of our lives and we are living our life with them, they aren't somebody that I will go to when I have a really bad day at work or when I'm like feeling really down. Like that's when I text you. That's when I call you. That's when I'm like, <laughs> Katie will get it. And I, I think that if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, but I've got friends. Okay. That's great. But do you have friends that you can talk to about your business? You, do you have coworkers? I kind of think of it like having coworkers. You know, I went from teaching in an elementary school where there were 30 to 50 other women surrounding me on a daily basis that I could go to and like, just on my conference period, be like, Hey, can I just come in and chat with you? Cause I need to have conversation about someone who gets this. And when you leave that environment and you now are like sitting in an office by yourself, you know, like I see you're sitting in your office right now and like it's you're not you don't have like a team of people in there with you. I'm in my home office by myself all day, most of the day, you know, and it gets exhausting and tiring and lonely. And you need people that you can go to who are going to talk you off the ledge when they need to talk you off the ledge, who are going to cheer for you and like celebrate with you when something happens, but that also just will check in on you. Like, I know there's been times where like, I kind of go radio silent on social media and you'll message me and be like, Hey, I haven't seen you. Are you okay? Like what's going on? You know? And I need that because if not, I will go into my shell and I'll just like hide from the world. And so you need those people. They're going to recognize those, those moments in you and that will come to your aid or come to you to be like, Hey, let's, let's get you out of this. Let's keep moving forward. I 100% agree. And I think that the world of solopreneurship can be very lonely. And it, it, you don't have that group of people, like you said, around you to support you, hold you accountable and just be there to, to share your wins and, and share your struggles. And almost when, when we went to, to Steamboat, uh, you know, we, we had our little mastermind of, okay, what are we going to work on before the end of the year? What are some things that you want to try and achieve during 2022? What are some things that you want to check off of your list? And they might be huge things like building a course or <laughs> could be something simple like hiring a VA. So it, yeah. it, it doesn't matter what your goals necessarily are. If you have other people there that, that get the journey, they understand the yeah. journey, it can make a world of difference. Now, you know, I think that being intentional with what you are commenting, liking and engaging with, I think it does make a difference. If you are showing up in somebody's Instagram feed on a regular basis, providing great comments and value, the next best thing to do from there is take the conversation over into the DMs. And a lot of times I see people show up in my DMs. I'm like, I don't know if they are really trying to form a friendship or if they're just being creepy. And yeah. that's where I think that starting a conversation <laughs> in the DMs, if you are not active on a platform like Clubhouse, where 
even if you are active on Clubhouse, the next step of the relationship from talking on stage with somebody is going into the DMs. And you can't just show up and be like, hey, Kendra, or hey, girl. Yeah. Yes, no, please no hey girl emails or messages. Please don't do that. So I have found a couple things that I really enjoyed. I'm gonna mention one that's a Clubhouse one. And I know Clubhouse has their back channel now. I got on there the other day and I opened it up and I was like, oh my gosh, I have requests. I had like seven or eight people that had messaged me that I never even like saw. And I was I wrote mm-hmm. it I'm so sorry I didn't message you sooner. And so well, and, I and Kendra, just before you move yeah. on to the, the point of this, but the Clubhouse back channel, while I think it is a great idea for people on stage, the true relationship building is on the Instagram DMs. Yes. That is where the relationship is built. If you hear somebody talking on stage or if you connect with somebody. If you're reading somebody else's bio and you're like, Ooh, I really like what this person is about. You need to take it off of clubhouse and take it onto one of those evergreen platforms like Instagram, because people are on Instagram a whole lot more scrolling through the feed than they probably are listening and engaging in clubhouse rooms. I agree. Yeah. Well, so I think I was in, I want to say it, maybe even you said this, I, maybe you, one of the rooms you were moderating was Sue, but you talked about like, even if you're not on stage, like look at who's around you in the audience and like, go reach out. So I started doing that because there are some rooms where like, I can only pop in for a few minutes or they're at the end of their time. and I don't want to like get on stage. So I will, I'll just look at who's in the audience around me and I'll go to their Instagram. But here's what I've been doing because I like, as much as I'm an extrovert to some degree, I'm also like, I overthink things. So I overthink like every message I'm going to send. And so what I've done that feels a little less intimidating is I go into their stories, like their Instagram stories. And if they've posted a story that I can somehow respond to, that puts me in their DMs. And now it's not just me going in and being like, hey, girl, want to be friends? because that's kind of creepy. It's more like me being like, hey, I'm reacting to something that you have shared, but it's different than commenting on their posts. Because when you comment, it's just kind of like, okay, they get notified, someone commented, they might comment back. But when you respond, like at the bottom of every story, there's that little message bubble. I think it says either reply or message. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it says. But if you type something in there, even if it's just a reaction, like even if you just put like a little emoji or you put something like, like someone posted the other day on their stories and they were showing like their, it was like their after workout snack. And it was like a spoon with half peanut butter and half Nutella. And I wrote back, I just typed it. I was like, how have I never thought to do this before? That's amazing. And it led to like a conversation. But had I done that, like said that on a post that they had done as a comment, it would not have gone to their DMs. We would not have continued the conversation and it wouldn't have led to other things. So if you are, I think, like hesitant to just randomly DM somebody, that's a good way to kind of break the ice without feeling like you're being like that hey girl person. (laughs) No, I absolutely love that. That is a great tip because it shows like, Hey, I'm, I want to learn more about you. And again, I, that's why I did say, and I say on, on a regular basis about while I might be on stage or whoever you're listening to is on stage, I'm sure they have a lot of great things to say. Look at who you're sitting next to, because it could end up being um, a potential business partner, a potential best friend. So you never know who you're sitting next to in those clubhouse rooms, read the bios and go check them out, learn more about them on Instagram. I think that one of the hardest things to to keep in mind when you are making these new connections with people, and this is why our relationship blossomed so quickly, Kendra, is 
it can be hard to understand people's tone when you are just reading something. I know you mentioned it earlier about sending a voice message. Now, if you show up in somebody's stories responding with a voice message, it might seem a little forward or a um, a little uh, coming out a little hot. So I do like the, you know, responding to someone's stories uh, with a a compliment or or a question or or like what you suggested with the uh, different emojis. But the sooner that you can move your conversation to voice or video, the faster you will realize whether or not it is a good, if it's a good fit. And this is both for business and for personal. I know there's been plenty of people I'm like, Ooh, this is an ideal customer for me. And then mm-hmm. we get on a phone call and I'm like, Nope, I'm an ideal customer for them. I'd like to do business with them. You know? So the sooner you can move it from text to voice, I think the faster the relationship will grow just because it is hard to understand tone. You don't have those, you know, body language or social cues when you are sending a DM. Yeah. And I mean, I say this a lot, like on my podcast, I talk about the fact that like when you, and you probably see this too, like you get pitched people to be on your podcast and they'll send you like a little one sheet and it'll have, you know, their headshot and their bio. And it's all very professional. I always joke that most of them have like what I call the realtor pose, which is, you know, you're half to the side, arms crossed or a hand on a hip and you got this little cute smile and it's all good and great. But I don't know who you are as a person until we get onto this Zoom call and I can see you face to face, or even if we have to turn off video for connection purposes or whatever, and it's just us talking, that's when I'm like, oh, this person's like someone I could really, you know, connect with. It happened earlier this week with another episode I was recording and I almost turned down her request to be on the show because I was reading her bio and I was looking at her photo. I was like, I mean, I don't know if this is really like a good fit. Like we've had, you know, I've had other people on that have talked about the same topic and I don't know if it's going to be different enough, but there was just something that made me say like, yeah, let's do it. And as soon as I started having a conversation with her in person and well, I mean, in person via Zoom, it, it all clicked. And I was like, this is somebody that I want to continue supporting and, and having and being a part, you know, like finding ways to work together, finding ways to support each other because that one little headshot photo that I sent and that I got in my email from her and that short little bio, it didn't do it for me. It just didn't. But when I actually had conversation, I got to hear like their, her inflections and her, you know, the, the comedic timing of things and just her personality come through. I was like, this is my kind of people. So well, it's just so powerful. Exactly. And I think that Kendra, you know, that is one thing to keep in mind. Not it's just like real life internet friends are just like real life friends. There's going to be people out there that are your people and people out there that it's nothing against you or them. They're just not the right fit. And you will find as you go through these relationships, who are your people? And I think that it's best to do yourself a favor to try and find those friendships and relationships that help you grow feel good about yourself and inspire you. So if you can find people like I've met people on, on the internet that are two, three steps ahead of me, and it's just nice to have them in my network, not to say, come and give me business coaching, you know, necessarily, but just to see what they're doing and say like, Hey, have you noticed X, Y, Z? Have you noticed your Instagram reach going down? Have you noticed a massive drop in followers? And yeah, actually I lost 600 followers one day. It looks like, you know, Instagram's probably doing a sweep of bots. And it's like, okay, good. It's not just me. So yeah, it's great to surround yourself with people that help you grow, inspire you and provide value in your life that 
you know, just like you would in, in real life. Yeah. So, okay. Quick question for you. Cause I'm curious, cause I don't remember how this happened with us. Like I know we met on clubhouse. I know we started having conversations in the Instagram DMS about being on the podcast, but I don't remember when it kind of went from, this is a like podcast guest to this is somebody that I'm going to talk to on a regular basis. This is somebody that I, because I think that that's, it's easy for people to say like, okay, this is somebody that I'm going to like support on social media and we'll have a very surface level connection and friendship. But how did we take it? Was it just through texting and talking? Like, I don't even really remember. I know that when we had our pre-Zoom call, we both hit it off. And then I remember we did both of our podcast episodes back to back. So we essentially got to talk for an hour straight, learning each other's story. That was that. I was like, oh, this is great, you know? And we continued our conversations. We saw each other in more clubhouse rooms, like, oh, there's Kendra. I've been on her podcast. What more do you have to say? So we continued hearing each other speak. And then before your podcast episode came out with me as the guest on, uh, we did a reel together. And oh, that's in right, that yeah. reel, we kind of were talking about ideas and we, again, realized how much we have in common. And obviously we've only hung out in real life twice. So we are continuing to learn more about each other and each other's pasts. But it is one of those things where the more you talk to somebody, even if it is for 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, the power of audio is everything. And I think that in a world where, and I, I'll be the first to say this, my mom calls me, I will send her a text message back. Um, yeah. It is just easier. And one of the things we all learned in 2020 is how much the power of voice really gives us that connection feeling can really drive our relationships forward at lightning speed. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I just, I think that if anyone's listening to us thinking like, okay, yeah, I, I want this. I want to make, I want to make a point in the next year to like make connections and build a network of people because it is, it's lonely. And maybe you just don't know anybody in your industry or you need people outside of your industry because everyone in industry feels competitive. I think that reaching out and then just, there is no, in my opinion, there's no blueprint to follow as far as like, okay, you've sent the DM, you're starting to have this conversation. Like there is no necessarily like right next step. The right next step is just find those connection points and build on those a little bit at a time. Cause I think like you and I connected on the fact that like we both have daughters about the same age and you know, we both, I don't even remember what, I mean, there's so many podcasts, things, have podcasts and, and we both sevens. I mean, the list goes yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I can remember like being in when we, I mean, this is great and recently, but when we were in steamboat and like, there's still moments where like we were talking about something and we literally said the exact same thing at the exact same time at the most random topic. <laughs> and I was like, this just doesn't happen, but that we also didn't just get to that point with like the snap of the fingers. Like we've been building this friendship since what, January, February, somewhere in there of last year of 2021. So it's, it takes time. It takes, you know, finding those connection points and building on those and not forcing something. I think also like not being like, I want to be this person's friend. So I'm going to make this happen. Like it has to kind of go both ways. So I think that if people are saying, okay, Katie and Kendra, you've convinced me that meeting somebody online 
isn't what it used to be. It's not scary. I mean, now let's be realistic here. I mean, there are still creepy people out there on the internet, but this is where you kind of have to, again, build that relationship and do your vetting. And if, if you're ready to start your internet friend making journey, I think that one of the best pieces of advice is to, to set boundaries and start small. If you are active on clubhouse, Again, it's a great place to start because everyone there wants to talk or wants to listen. And you can really see people that are in a very targeted uh, interest. Again, based on the title of the room, everyone in that room is interested in that topic. I think that starting out with one person a week, shooting a DM to them, not or liking their uh, starting conversation from their Instagram stories. That's a great tip, Kendra, to start from there. I think that is a great organic outreach to start with people that you admire. If you like what they're doing with their social media accounts, tell them that because for the most part, especially if they are an entrepreneur, more than likely they are going to be the one that is doing all the work behind their social media efforts and be kind. And I think that there will be the haters, but start small and you never know who you could be talking to and what kind of relationship could happen. Yeah. And you never, I mean, everybody I think is looking for connection. So don't feel like that you are weird or strange for wanting to reach out and build connections. I think, I mean, again, like if they're on clubhouse, if they're on Instagram, they want to build connections. And so, yeah, I think that just not second guessing it or or overthinking it too much and just being like, Hey, I'm open to getting to know you more and seeing if we can be friends or networking or sharing, supporting each other in some way. And just know that like, it's not going to come across as some like creepy thing because everybody is looking for connection on some level. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. As always, I'd love to hear from you. You can visit my website at www.nextstepssocialcommunications.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn or check me out on Instagram. Let's keep taking your marketing to new heights.